Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC's Podcast, and we are back on the podcast for you guys today for a little promo school episode. Um, this is actually promo school episode number 23. Every Thursday is promo school, and I'm thinking every Tuesday and Friday will be Leafs talk. There's just many more Leafs games, a lot of stuff to cover on tomorrow's episode. Um, but you guys know for sure we are joining my dad. Dad, how are you today? Doing great. Uh, hello, everyone. All right. So, you know, it's been a, it's been an in- interesting week, I'd say, for, for the world of wrestling. Bray Wyatt did return last Friday night on SmackDown, um, and he had a promo. And, you know, it obviously it was going to close the show. We believe it was going to close the show. Um, Bray Wyatt enters. Loud welcome back chants. You know, Bray Wyatt seemingly was looking like he was acknowledging the chance he made his entrance. He was, you know, it didn't look like the normal Bray Wyatt, the, the Bray Wyatt character. And he said, this is me, genuine me for the first time. I lost my career. I lost two people who were very, very close to me. And I lost my way. Um, I got to a point where I thought that everything I'd ever done here was meaningless, that nothing I ever did has mattered to anyone. And I was wrong. You know, it was if he was emotional. Um, he was stumbling over words. He was thanking fans for sticking with him during a dark period. Thank you. You all saved my life, he told the WWE Universe. And he kept on going with his promo, but was interrupted by that masked man that we saw earlier in his, you know, promo leading up to the return during Extreme Rules. Um, and he kind of said, you could kind of hear, you have no idea who you're dealing with, do you? Oh, but you will. And the show goes off the air. People, you know, fans have speculated all this stuff about, man, is the, is the Wyatt Six, the group, going to be Wyatt Six personalities? Is the Wyatt Six, um, who's going to be in the Wyatt Six? Is the person, the masked man, Bray Wyatt's alter, you know, ego? Is it Bo Dallas? Everyone is speculating, but, you know, it, it'll keep going and going and going. I think we'll voice our concern, our opinion, sorry, not concerned, on when we have more evidence and more facts, obviously, like if, if we speculate right now, who knows? There's so many possibilities. Um, but let's talk about, I think that, you know, the promo itself, like Bray Wyatt was being Wyndham Rotunda. It looked like he wasn't actually being with Bray Wyatt. He was being himself. He's very emotional. He's back um, in WWE. And it, I thought it was a fantastic promo and fantastic segment. Look, you know, I think we've discussed this, that, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, they're heading in the right direction and, uh, um, you know, I was reading a report actually that um, with his return, there's been a sizable increase in viewership, uh, especially yeah, between yeah. 18 to uh, 49, 50 right, year old. Right. And the, the, this is the group that they want to hit, especially yeah. the younger group. Um, you know, that, that'll be fans for a long, long time. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, look, look, you know what, uh, they're seeing results, uh, you know, bringing people that uh, like Bray, uh, yeah. you know, that, that, uh, you know, like as we, we've always said, you know, just outside the ring, he's amazing inside. So, yeah, uh, of course, you know, it's gonna have, it's gonna make a difference, and and I think it's, you know, they're already seeing that, and uh, it's uh, it's fun, it's uh, it's good to watch again. And that that was a good point. You know, that that viewership, that demographic, they've struggled to hit. And you know, Triple H was on the rap on uh, on Monday morning. He said we created a white rabbit project. Um, it started with flickering lights in arenas and continued the release of other Easter eggs, like hitting QR codes during the shows. Um, but it was a massive payoff. And, and, you know, they really, really worked on this with the whole QR codes hitting throughout the shows. I thought it was brilliantly done. I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, Bray Wyatt. He's going to be exclusive to SmackDown. SmackDown's tomorrow. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to the show. You know, they're building, building towards Crown Jewel. I don't think we see him 
make his in-ring return at Crown Jewel. I don't know if there's enough build. You know, I think he's got to get his group. Maybe the group debuts at, at, at Crown Jewel, but I think we'll see him in the ring for the first time ever during Survivor Series, which is the following pay-per-view. Um, I think we should start with Adam Page and then lead into the next one. Um, Adam Page suffered an injury, you guys know, during Dynamite just last night. Um, it, it was insane. Like, you know, it, it was a, it was a basic lariat. He landed wrong and, you know, it was, it was diagnosed that he had a concussion. You know, they cut away from the match. They stopped the match. The bottom rope was pulled out. You know, they had the stretchers, but Adam Page who's been the workhorse of AEW, a very, very amazing talent, you know, glad that he's doing okay. Um, and he put out a little tweet saying, Hey, thanks for everyone being so nice. I'm doing all right. And I'm feeling good today. Had a nice panini for lunch. Thanks to Paul, Medical, Mox, Brandon, BJ, etc. Um, and, you know, he's saying he has unfinished business. But uh, I'm glad that it's only concussion. It looked really, really strange because we didn't know what was going on as viewers. Obviously, they cut away. Um, but thankfully, Adam Page is okay. And leading into that, MJF comes out. MJF is out. And he says that, you know what? He had a great promo that, that we were actually watching with uh, William Regal. I thought it was fantastically done. They both brought the best out of each other. And he says, you know what? I'm going to cash in my chip at AEW Grand Slam. The next pay-per-view coming, I believe, the end of November. So they've got a nice month to build this match. Everyone is hyped for this match. Um, and it's been said that, you know, he's been going back and forth between a heel and a baby face. He, mostly he's in heel mode. Obviously, everyone believes that he's a heel, but he gets cheered so much that he's basically the biggest baby face you could say in their business, but he does not want to turn heel. It said that he doesn't want to turn heel. Um, and he is a top merchandise seller too. So I think stick with it. Um, but what do you think Dad? would you consider possibly turning MGF into a good guy? Like I, I'm not even sure how you would even do that. How his character would change. Like right now what's going with for him is truly, truly working. And I, I don't think you need to change. You don't, you need to change what's broken. What's, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Look, you know, right now his it's probably the most popular um, storyline yeah. character on, on on any any wrestling. Yeah. Um, and I don't think you need to change it. You know, this kind of reminds me. I remember um, when Cena uh, used to be uh, right at the beginning of his career, right. you know, career, and then they turned him into good boy. I actually never liked it. I thought he was amazing at just insulting people and just you know that it was it was yeah. very similar to what MJF uh, sort of portrays um, and uh, it, it, like those are more fun to watch you know and and yeah. I think uh, it just suits his, his you know his face his the way he you know <laughs> the way he taunts people or the yeah. way he yeah. just said stuff whether it's to the fans or whether it's to the other wrestlers. Uh, I don't think you need to change anything there because uh, it's it's going strong. And then uh, down the road, sometimes if it wears a little thin, you know, and they can think about it. But I, right, they should right. not touch it right now. Yeah, what like what he's doing right now is absolutely brilliant, and he he's going to be the world champion. He's going to hold that championship until he's a free agent. Um, and you know what? Maybe if Tony Khan has no indications that he's not going to resign, maybe he drops the title. It'll be an interesting dynamic this time next year because I truly believe he's going to win that title. And he's going to hold it for a very, very long time. Um, and some good news for WWE. Cody Rhodes appears to be ahead of schedule, a little bit ahead, ahead of schedule. Um, you know, there was rumors that he would possibly come to day one, WWE's pay-per-view day one on January 1st. But that is no longer pay-per-view. They've gotten rid of it. It isn't Rhodes' hometown, Atlanta, too. But they've got rid of that pay-per-view. 
Um, he he talked. He spoke to TMZ two last month, and he said, "I've got a mindset um, of where I like to be. I think the fans do as well." He said something like that, and I think we're fully, fully expecting Cody Rhodes to return at the Royal Rumble, and I think he's probably the odds-on favorite to win that Royal Rumble match right now, in my opinion. And I truly believe that everyone believes too that he's going to be back for the Royal Rumble. Maybe you do Rhodes, and if I'm booking WrestleMania, I think you do Night One Rhodes and Roman. For the undisputed titles, Rhodes goes over, and then you do night two, The Rock and um, and, and Roman Reigns, uh, night two main event, have Roman main event both nights if you want him to be known as this era's God, which they truly, truly have done and truly, truly had the reports have said that they want to accomplish this. But that's what I would do. I think they would stick to it. He's on pace to return. That's the move you've got to do. Um, but there's not really much to talk about here in the podcast. I'll have Leash talk for you guys. But, Dad, is there any last words, you know, you want to share on the podcast today? Uh, listen, if, you know, as a wrestling fan or, or any wrestling fan out there, uh, these are, like, wonderful times because you've got two different companies putting out great product, great storylines, great characters, uh, great matches. Uh, it's fun to watch. Uh, you know, I think uh, this this reminds me of uh, how it used to be. Uh, you know, a few years uh, a few years ago, yeah. uh, where you kind of look forward to uh, you know the evening time, and uh, and I think they're kind of you know they're there now. They're heading there for yeah. sure. And yeah. uh, you know, it's uh, it's uh, it's yeah, it's a blessing to be a wrestling fan right now. Yeah, I completely agree. There's a lot of good stuff going around, and you know, you slowly, slowly get to towards the end of October, and then you slowly build towards that Royal Rumble and the Royal Trust meeting for obviously WWE. But it's looking great. Uh, we'll, you know, the Leafs play tonight. It's Robertson versus Robertson. Nick Robertson's in the lineup. We'll cover that tomorrow on Leafs Talk. But thank you guys for listening today, and obviously, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks, guys.